An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Hello and welcome to You're Doing Amazing, Sweetie, a Kardashians recap show for episode nine. My name is Amelia Wedemeyer. And as always, every week I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Zach Peter. Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing, sweetie. We're finally like rearing the end of this season. Mm-hmm. It's wild. We're almost it's, there. We were just talking off mic. It's unbelievable, yet so believable at the same time because it's it feels it does not feel like 10 weeks. However, <laughs> some of these episodes have felt like years, maybe they were so slow. The storylines were just so slow and they just dragged on and Chloe's anxiety, Chris's hip. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And finally, wedding. we're here. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe not. We don't know. We'll discuss that later. But let's do some uh, top of the pod Kardashians news. First little tidbit is that Travis Barker, Courtney's husband, turned 47 and it looks like there was a birthday. There was some kind of uh, excitement around his birthday because that's that's what birthdays are. I'm sorry. I, I'm, it sounds like I'm explaining birthdays to someone who <laughs> has never experienced one. But they happen yes, once so a year. They happen once a year with loved ones. Um, and Courtney had a nice little tribute to him. She was like, I am beyond grateful. For the day you were born, happy birthday to the husband of my dreams, my soulmate, Travis Barker. You have changed my life forever. So she's wearing like a little busty dress. He's wearing the sunglasses. There's there's like a white flower involved. Um, thoughts on on Travis's uh, birthday and his birthday party, I guess. 
love the white flower. It's very pure, which sure. Arnie and Travis are just very, their love is very pure. I, I mean, listen, he at, He's 47. It's not like he's 50. Like, what are we going to do when he's 50? That's when we're really going to blow it out of the park. And I want Courtney to like do something really special for him. I mean, congrats to him for making it to 47, 47, Mm -hmm. 46 was a good year because he got married. He found the love of his life. True. He got to go to the Met Gala. Blink-182 reunited. They're going to go on a major tour soon. It's yeah, it's really been a great year for him. No, they're all there this time. Oh, they're all back. They're all back. Yeah, no that's, replacements. I think that's the the selling point to this uh, this time around is that sometimes like one of them left and I think one of them had yeah. cancer. And But now they're like, we're all back. Oh, no. We're actually all back. So well, the, more to celebrate go. at 47 years <laughs> old. Exactly. Um, so happy birthday to Travis. We love to see it. Also, this is Kardashian adjacent. I mainly brought this up, put this in the outline because we had just seen Pete Davidson on this episode with the Met and he's there with Kim, blah, 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 blah. Well, now Pete has moved on, allegedly, to Emily Ratajkowski, M. Rada, as she is known on uh, Instagram and TikTok and whatnot. Um, thoughts on Pete going from Kim and now <sighs> dating Emily Ratajkowski? I mean, good for him. He knows it's not Mm going to last. Like he's going to, at some point, he's just going to have to settle down with like another SNL comedian that like gets his humor, right? Like at some point, Mm -hmm. the hot girls are going to be over it. And I feel like they're all dating him now because it's like the Ariana Grande effect, right? He (laughs) is clearly making them famous. So they're all, he's the new sex tape, right? Back in the day, in the 2000s, we all had a sex tape so that we can become more famous. And now we all have Pete Davidson so that we can become more famous so everybody's <laughs> following on that trend and mm-hmm. you know good for Amrata. she's living her best life she's trying to come up the clout she's trying to make sure her imdb pro ranking keeps moving on up with the relevance and i say you know what girl i, I just want to know i mean good for her but i just want to know like how long it's going to last like when are we going to be like okay Pete Davidson is no longer going to make you relevant because, you know, he's just going to go back to Staten Island with his Cheeto dusted fingers and live life very humbly. (laughs) His mother's basement. Yeah. Yeah. No, I this is this is you're so right. This is a a true moment in history. A cultural touchstone, if you will, is the the rise uh, of Pete Davidson and his ability to make women famous or or at least more famous than they already are or be in the news because of dating him. You're so right. And wow. I mean, I don't, you're right. I don't know how, I just don't see this lasting longer than it did with no. Kim. So, you know, best of luck. I, I His hope best chance time. was to marry Ariana Grande and he, you're you know, right. And he fumbled that. So he fumbled that one. He <laughs> went for a venti and it didn't lie. He went, he overshot his mark. <laughs> You are correct. And lastly, you have some news. Yes, Amelia. And I feel like you're going to be very excited about this. So excited. Even though we've had very little Scott this season, there was a Scott watch in real life. He was spotted grabbing Mexican food with Mm. Khloe Kardashian filming season three of the Kardashians. So Scott 
will be back next season now that Courtney and Travis got their love story and now that wow. the producers probably realized how unfortunate of a drag that whole love story was it was cute mm-hmm. but it like they didn't give us very much so they're like all right Courtney this was your chance to prove it and we're bringing right. Scott back into the mix she didn't prove it sorry no, she didn't. sorry Travis you're no Scott no, yeah. I mean, she launched her Poosh gift guide, her Kardashian-Jenner Poosh gift guide, which I don't oh know if you need gosh. any shopping to do for the holidays, Amelia, but there's a whole Poosh gift guide. So many great gems. I was wondering when this was going to hit hit the internet, but now oh, I'm, yeah, dropped. okay, clearly after recording this, I will be going to Poosh.com, mm-hmm. one of my favorite websites, obviously. Okay, well, there we go. There you have it. Scott is back for season three, thankfully. Thank God the producers got something right. And yeah, about very time. excited about time. You're completely correct. Um, okay, let's move on to a recap for this week's episode. It's Met Monday. That's the name of the episode. And you're right. It is all going to be about the Met and the Met Ball and all that good stuff. So we start out the Kardashians. They take New York, much like uh, Kim and Courtney did 10 years ago. And uh, we have them all convene in New York City, getting ready for the Met. We have a crystal ceremony with Kim and her team, as well as Chloe. Chloe is there. They pray for Marilyn Monroe and her stylist ghosts to guide them through this time. They also pray for, quote, truth, unquote, and justice, quote, unquote, for the black China trial. And, you know, Kim feels very retrospective and and she's looking back on her past Mets that she's done. This is the first time she's doing it alone. She she thanks Kanye, but she's like, I'm empowered. I'm an empowered woman. I'm going to do this on my own. I'm like, okay, cool. Thoughts on on this, how we're just brought right into it, you know? I didn't realize when the episode was called Met Monday, the entire episode was going to be just this Monday in the Kardashians yeah. life. We got nothing else but this one Met Monday. I love that they had like a whole Marilyn Monroe like museum going on in her hotel room. Like she really just took over the hotel wow. and had a photo shoot set up. She had all of the little memorabilia, the Ripley's, the guy from the head of Ripley's was there and he was, you know, he was ready for it. The blonde looked fresh. She was she Fresh. was here. I'm all about truth and justice. You know, love it. hand to Bible, hand Black to China. Bible. We're here for the truth. We are here for the truth. You're so right. I know they have, they bring Ripley's, the Ripley's guy, like your timeout, brings in all this Maryland memorabilia. They have her freaking makeup trunk for, from 50 years ago. And we have her infamous sweater where she was posing on the beach with. And they just, it's literally, they bring this all in just to create an atmosphere, I guess. I didn't know Ripley's owned so much of Maryland's stuff. Um, and Kim is, I do respect that Kim is like, you know, she won't say this to herself because she's obviously the one wearing the dress. So she doesn't really adhere by the rules personally. But she does tell everyone else, you can't eat or drink or breathe in this room. And it's, everyone's like, wow. <laughs> OK, thanks. Um, thoughts on on Kim's strictness to all I mean, of the memorabilia. 
I think even the Ripley's guy was like, wow, she's really, she's, she's stricter than I am with all of this. <laughs> yeah, and clearly. Listen, she went through so many hoops. I'm pretty sure she like promised them an arm, a leg and $20 million if anything happened to this dress. So at this point, right. she's just trying to make sure she's insured so that nothing happens to this dress. But like, how delicate is this dress that like, we really can't do anything. And it clearly does not fit her. When you see them trying to put it on her, like it does not fit her. Not even a little bit, like just like barely over the boobs. Barely over the boobs. It's, it is just the back of it is gaping. Like you cannot, you can barely even tie up the back. Like it is tight. It's very tight. And I just... Oh, she's ruining a priceless gown. Okay. Um, or anyway, revolutionizing we, it, Amelia. She's bringing <laughs> it back into culture. Okay, sure. Yeah. I, I, I love the way we're playing this. Now yeah. it's the, the dress Kim Kardashian, the, the Marilyn Monroe oh dress God. that Kim Kardashian wore to the Met Gala. That's that what it's going to say on Ripley's now. Okay. Yeah. They'll have a, a secondary plaque. Um, and all the kids will be like, oh my God, mom, this is the dress that Kim Kardashian wore. Can you, uh, I just, I can't, I can't deal with that right now. Um, okay. (laughs) So then we move on we see Kendall. She is, you know, we've gotten the preview of her peeing in the bucket. Um, we're not there yet, but she decides to like kind of prank us, if you will. She's like, I'm having a baby horse. I'm having a baby horse. And I'm just like, this is such rich girl energy like she's breeding horses now she's doing surrogacy for her horse she bought olympic horse sperm and she has injected her female horse with said olympic horse sperm hopefully to make a baby horse that i I guess she's gonna race or something i don't know i don't know what rich people do with horses but i know they have them i just don't get like i'm (laughs) I mean, I honestly don't even have a word. Like, who has a baby? Who makes a baby horse in like a lab? Like, I don't. Courtney. Courtney's trying to do IVF and she's trying to do artificial insemination. Like, she's trying to do everything to have a baby. And Kendall's like, I'm just going to have a baby horse. I'm just going to make sure I get. What is an Olympian, an Olympic horse? Like, the horse (laughs) is in the Olympics. The horse is doing what? The pole vault? I think so. What is. Yes. He's doing the pole vault. Exactly. Like, what? Is the, is this horse on the Wheaties box? Like, you know, I, know. I just it was so extra. I mean, I listen, you gotta respect Kendall. She she brought it, right? She was like, I'm gonna give us a moment. She's like, I don't give very much, but brain scans but and baby horses. Do. But I'm gonna bring it. And she there, definitely brought it. True. And this is some real rich people problems. Like this is more than the peacock, the Martha Stewart's peacock. The, oh, one hundred percent. Because you know a peacock has got to cost like I, in the low thousands, a horse, I mean, you're lucky if you can get away with a single digit of a thousand, you know, or four digits. A thousand is four digits, four digits. You know, we're talking, this is at least, I mean, some of these horses sell for like, I think upwards of like a million dollars. Yeah. And you have to buy the the sperm. And I'm pretty sure Olympic sperm is very expensive. That's not you can't find that on Amazon. You can't, you can't get so that true. primed. You need to make sure that you get that, you know, from a real top quality horse surrogacy agency. 
I don't right. know. Like, where do you even find? Like, where do you even find it? Like, do you just go to I a barn know. and you're just like, okay, this horse was in the Olympics. He, you know, won the race. And so we're just going <laughs> to, you know, get a, a vial and put mm-hmm. it on some ice. And then we're going to inject Like, I know. I think I'm that's very really how fascinated by all of this. I'm sure it is. <laughs> but now I'm fascinated by it. And I need Paris I Hilton and Nicole Richie to do a reboot of The Simple Life to inseminate oh. a horse with Olympic sperm. Can you imagine? Oh, oh my. Yes. If this leads to like some kind of a weird Simple Life reboot, but it's like Kendall and who knows, I will. I don't know what I'll do. I'll sue on behalf of Nicole and uh, Paris, honestly. So yeah, so we get that whole saga, which kind of came out of nowhere. No previews for it or anything. It was just like, yeah. here we go. And then we go to Chris's room and we see her get dolled up to look like Jackie O. And not only that, but the verdict for the Black China trial is looming. And Chris once again mentions how it's heavily on her mind. She's like, oh, like so anxious and nervous about this trial um which brings us to the verdict being in and i did not for some reason i didn't expect us to get the verdict i mean i should have known that we were gonna get it but anyway so while getting her makeup done with chloe kim gets news that the verdict is in and of course, you know, we've we've heard her already mention this several times where she's like, I'm a lawyer almost kind of. And uh, because I know it's a jury trial, um, there are so many just things that can happen that can go wrong because it's a jury trial. And I just I'm positive. But I know as a lawyer in training that things can happen. So she's, you know, creating this nervous energy, even though, like you said last week, she's not even, she's been dropped. So it's like, who cares? That's why she's maybe a little, she's feeling freer with her thoughts. And they get a call from Chris and Corey celebrating that they won, that they are not liable for damages in the defamation case and not liable for pressuring the network to drop the show, which I think you and I discussed. It was like, yeah, there's no way these these people are going to get convicted. No, it was. I mean, the char- the accusations were kind of silly and baseless. And I mean, the network really has free reign to pull the plug for whatever reason they have, you Mm -hmm. know, and ultimately they have final say over it. But I mean, listen, it was very, very nerve wracking, you know, but Kim made sure that they, you know, were like a bull in a china shop and they just wrecked her whole entire case and she had (sighs) nothing to show for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's how you do it. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, from things that I've read about this trial and whatnot, whatnot it kind of does. If I were an exec at E, uh, I would have been like, this woman, this relationship is not stable for, yeah. uh, like, we could lose a lot of money potentially for a season two because these people are crazy. So, well, and if she really did like pull a gun on Rob, which was alleged in the lawsuit, like then that also like adds like liability issues and like then the network is responsible if something happens. And I feel like there was like physical abuse in their first season. I may be wrong, but I remember her getting like physical with Rob um, when the show was on. So I feel like, you know, I know networks are like super mindful of those things um right. 
And they even like find talent now if they engage in like physical altercations because it just, it can go south for the network very quickly. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. It, that's so true. And also, I, who was watching the Rob in China show? That's really... Yeah, I don't think the ratings were well. all... Yeah, no. Nobody was like, oh yeah, I want to root for this relationship. <laughs> like maybe know. in the beginning, I think in the beginning, sure. because it was more of like, okay, Rob's happy. Rob's in love. Rob found China, right. you know? And so at the beginning, it was like, okay, you know, he finally got over Adrian Bailon and he's like ready to love again. And then right. we realized, no, we don't love her. She's, we, don't, we, we don't love this. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Well, and I also think there was an element because the way they got together was like, you know, there was Kylie and Tyga. And so there was like a messy element that I think was appealing or it was shocking. And so people were like, oh, I'm interested by this because like this is an interesting kind of predicament that everyone's in. But that it's one of those things where it's like, well, this could have easily been explained on an episode of Red Table Talk, kind of like what J- Jordan Woods did. And then, you know, not, we don't need a whole show about it. We don't need a whole show about your stupid relationship. Exactly. So and and also I think this kind of relates to when do you remember when Kylie had her show Life of Kylie? With, oh yeah. Uh, e and that only lasted a season and honestly I think there would have been more buzz around that show just because she's such a followed person and and her Instagram and uh, TikTok and Snapchat were like Kylie Kylie but then when you actually put it together with a show that 
there needs to be a storyline for and there needs to be like a designated 30 minutes devoted to each episode, it just falls apart because it's like, well, this person actually isn't as interesting as I thought they were. Yeah, but but Kylie at least has like a loyal, dedicated following that wants to watch her every sure. move. Rob doesn't have that. And I don't think China really has that either. Uh, and yeah. At least with Kylie, I think Kylie's show probably would have continued on at least for like a second or third season had she not. It was either when she started, it was either her relationship or her pregnancy. One of the two mm. came up and then she was like, I'm not sharing my life anymore. I'm not doing this. I didn't rem- I didn't really care to watch Life of Kylie, though. I wasn't really interested yeah. in that just because I wasn't a big Kylie it's- fan. I was like Kim, Chloe and Courtney. That sure. Kylie was like a much younger audience of people that would have been interested in watching her that right. I just... I didn't care about Kylie's life. She's just kind of boring, too. Like, I think there are elements of her that are fascinating. But if I have to sit down and watch a prolonged, like, essentially Instagram story of her, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm I'm no. skipping, you know, I'm, I'm tapping through it. So, yeah. OK, sorry. That was a kind of uh, we trailed off there. But anyway, Kim goes into lawyer mode with the Black China verdict. She's like. This is the best lesson in law school because you never know what the jury will say because it's a jury, which just reminded me of Kylie's infamous, like realizing stuff. This the same line. It's like kind of similar. We're yeah. just like kind of repeating stuff. It's like, oh, oh, sure. Yeah. OK. And she really has no skin in the game at this point. Like you can tell Chloe and Chris are just like so anxious. Like Chris is just constantly like, I need a drink. I need a drink. I need a drink. Yeah. Chloe, where's the vodka? I need a drink. Right. And Chloe is just chronically anxious. And Kim's just like enjoying this as if she's, you know, just like a schoolgirl going on a field I trip. I know. It's so true. It's so, yes, that's the perfect example. That if she were like a, yes, a young schoolgirl on a trip for real, especially, yeah, because she wants to be a lawyer. But anyway, so that occurs. We finally get that out of the way after however many episodes of listening to them freak out about it. And I mean, it was, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was anticlimactic, but it was a little like, okay. Now what? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Because we already knew th- we already knew how it was well, going to yeah. go. That's a great point. That is that is true. We did. So, meh. okay, then we see Kim shimmy into her Maryland dress. Um she mentions how she had to bedazzle her skims because the dress can't fit over her butt. So, again, like we said before, they're tying it at the top. They're leaving the fabric gaping open, blah blah blah. Kim, of course, loves to give us a little historical angle. And she tells the camera that Marilyn was the first one to dress like this. It was so shocking. It was in the 60s. Like, thank you, Kim. Thank you, Professor Kim, um, for that brief yet fascinating history lesson. Thoughts on on Kim telling us and, and trying to fit her butt into the Marilyn dress? I mean, she's certainly determined she yeah, was that's working thing. out like crazy. She was mm-hmm. living her life trying to make sure she fit into this dress. And even then, she still didn't fit into the dress. But she was like, you know, yeah. we're still going to wear it. I'm going to bedazzle my skims. We're going to loosely sew us up in the back. I'm going to wear, you know, the fur over my, I mean, drape it over my shoulders. That way you can't see that I don't fit into this dress. And we're just going to live it up. Yeah. That's and, then, it, and then she exactly wore the replica. It. Yeah. And then she ended up wearing the replica right. for the event. Exactly. I, honestly, it was at this point, it was more shocking to see Pete Davidson um, finally pop up. Finally. I know. I did not think it was going to happen. 
highly skeptical. I know. I know. And to see him finally be like, I'm here with his little sunglasses. He he wears those sunglasses a lot. I'm just like, okay. I don't know why, but I don't know. Maybe because they're photographed Maybe for the same reason. Maybe the same reason Chloe does. If you can't see me, I can't see you. But she let Pete wear the sunglasses on the the carpet. She didn't (gasps) let Chloe wear them. You're right. I know. She's like, take off those sunglasses. She she knew he was not going to last. She's like, he can keep the sunglasses on. It's fine. Yeah, seriously. It's like, this is her moment in the end. Totally. And we also, it's revealed that he asked for her number last met. And she was like, I I can't give it to you because I have gloves on. Because she was wearing that whole full body mask, if you will. And I just, I, I, I think it's kind of bold. He asked for her number with Kanye there, but. You know, I don't I don't know how he works, but whatever he's doing, it's working for him. So, yeah, that was a pretty bold move to like just be to think that. I mean, and didn't she I mean, she ultimately gave him her number, but I just feel like. Right. Yeah. Like now I get why Kanye. I mean, I don't like Kanye, but like I get why he wanted to like bury Skeet because he's over here hitting on his girl while they're still married. Like I get it now. That's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. I I don't. Pete has no shame, you know, and I guess I can uh, root for that in <laughs> in some contexts. I don't know. I'll make sure I use that excuse later on that, like, if I want to avoid giving someone my number, I can't because I you have can't. gloves on. You have gloves. They're going to be like, where? what gloves? And you'll be like... You can't see them. They're <laughs> yeah. new. Yes, exactly. Um, okay, so then we have Kendall. And, you know, this has been uh, her, I wouldn't, I, well, it, it's, I feel like it's been around since we started hearing about Chris's hip and Chloe's anxiety, but, and we've seen, you know, previews, so many previews of Kendall peeing in a bucket. And it starts off because she has a lot of anxiety. Just all of a sudden, she kind of has a pan- panic attack, which I f- obviously feel for. That sucks. And she is so anxious that she has to go pee. And she's like, give me an ice bucket. So she's in this like, I think Prada dress, beautiful Prada dress. And she's just she's just squatting down and peeing in a bucket. And I, I don't know about you, but I, it's not like I don't have sympathy for Kendall because I do. And as someone with anxiety, I, I get it. It sucks. Um, and it can be really debilitating. But I feel like they were trying to do what they were trying to do with the scene was like make her likable and and fun and relatable again. Like, oh my God, she, she's wearing this expensive dress and she's being in a bucket. Oh my God. Like, how hilarious is that? And But to me, that's just not I mean, like, it's just like, okay, you're peeing in a bucket. You're wearing this like uh, couture dress. You're going to the Met and you're peeing in a bucket. Like, that's not relatable to me. It just like wasn't translating for me. And I I think her overall having a panic attack and being really anxious was more relatable than her being like, I got to pee in a bucket. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. And then th- there was also the comment that she makes about being like, oh, God, I'm so sorry for whoever has to deal with my pee bucket later. And it's just like then it reminds us that like somebody yeah. that is paid is going to yeah. have to deal with her bucket of pee. And it just right. kind of takes the fun element out of it. Whereas and listen, Bethany already did it on Bethany ever after before her wedding. So she peed fair. into a bucket like oh, we've already seen the bucket pee moment happen that it right. wasn't a new like listen, stick to cutting cucumbers like that's her strength <laughs> yeah 
exactly. Stick to to being kind of like this nepotism baby who doesn't who needs things to, done for her. Yeah, totally. That and I was thinking about that. I was like, it would be funny if this were like you know a real housewife member peeing in a bucket because they're still more relatable, I think, on yeah. some level than Kendall Jenner. But you know, I don't know. Well, especially when the, her earlier scene is talking about getting Olympian sperm to inseminate a horse that she could have her own baby horse. Right, exactly. It's just there, like, it's, it's not, not relatable. Not she's not relatable. Working for me. I know. I would love to know producer Devin's thoughts though, because again, she's a she's a Kendall stan. I'm sure I'm sure Devin made a bid on eBay for the bucket of pee. No. Yeah, Devin, we, no. we need to hear. No. I didn't. Uh, like I said on that, that was probably the cringiest moment Kendall's had on the history of this show. I don't love panic attack Kendall. I'm going to be honest. Like when Kendall starts, starts going on about her anxiety mm-hmm. and how much she struggles, it is valid. I'll give her that anxiety, mental illness, all of that valid. I have anxiety. When she did that, I was just like, first of all, why why did you include this in the show? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Weird choice. Yeah. Also, just like I couldn't get over the fact that she was like, I have pee streaming down my leg in my foot. <laughs> like, was a turnoff for me. I'm not going to lie. Not Kendall's best moment. <laughs> not cute. We got her, guys. Still we got her. her. Still love her. Yeah. But not my favorite. I don't like peeing Kendall. Peeing Kendall yeah. in the bucket is not for me. That's understandable. It would be more fun if she were like drunk off of a little too much 818 tequila (laughs) and she was like having a sloppy moment. But like she's literally in this, you know, very expensive outfit with bleached eyebrows as she finished talking about inseminating a horse (laughs) and going to the Met Gala. And it's just like nothing about this was fun or relatable or Mm -hmm. interesting. It was just cringe. (laughs) The thing that was confusing too was like, you had all of them getting ready in the hotel before. And I'm pretty sure somebody was like, wait, she, somebody's going to the bathroom. Like Chloe was like Kim or somebody was in the bathroom. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Kendall, you didn't think to pee before you had to put on this big ass Prada dress. Yes. Like there was just no logic there. So not Kendall's finest moment. I would say my chaotic moment of the episode. Okay. That's a good, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's a good choice. That's that's my thought on that. Uh, yes, I think that's you will. You summed up things very well. And it's so true. It's just like kind of gross. We don't need it. But alas, this no. is the Kardashian show. It is their show so they can do whatever the hell they want. And that leads us to more car rides to the Met. Like we said, Chloe is contemplating wearing her little gold glasses Kim with her just like senses. I don't know how she does it, but she's like, Chloe, don't wear the glasses. She texts Chloe and um, she's saying, you're hiding behind them. You're not fully confident with yourself if you're going to wear them. So thank you, Kim. Courtney and Travis kiss solely with their tongues because she doesn't want to make up or mess up her makeup. So we got got some tongue action. Yeah. I mean, that was, I was like, okay. Thank you. Like it's just not necessary. Then just don't kiss. Then just like that, don't we're good. kiss. Yeah, we don't need, you can yeah. have one night kisses. off, right? One, yeah. yeah, or later, or later, or do it then, later. Then get the daring chick, the daring vegan chicken nuggets, and then just go to town and just like right. make out with each other so hard and exactly. like really give it and really give it. We just don't need it right now. You can wait. You can wait. 
we also get what was teased, the Kim missing her drop off. They had one drop off location where she was supposed to be with the dress and to, you know, get on the carpet and they missed it. And Tracy, you're going to hell for this. Um, So anyway, they overshoot it. Uh, but it ends up being fine because they just walk back to the drop off location and everyone covers Kim so no one can see the dress. I just I, I thought this was a letdown. I was like, OK, like. You had to walk a block like I, it just wasn't it was just this wasn't a fun reveal for me. No, I mean, yeah, to me, I was like, the most natural thing is, yeah, everyone take off your jackets and like cover her fine. Mm-hmm. I also didn't think it was that big of a deal if people right? saw her in a robe. Like it, it really like they obviously the robe was covering up it or would have covered up whatever the dress was like. Right. It was just and nobody's at I don't think they have any paparazzi lined up along right. the drop off. They're all on the carpet and she wasn't yet on the carpet because she was trying to make it to the changing room. Mm-hmm. So it just I thought it was dumb and I thought she'd way overreacted to that. Oh, my God. Well, she acted like someone had run over the dress by accident, you know, and the like the car had run over the dress and it was ruined forever. And it was like, God, I wish somebody would have done that because then that would have made the episode so much more interesting. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true because here's the thing. We don't even like we see them on the red carpet briefly and then it's like uh, here they are and then nothing from inside, which I I understand it's a private event, blah, but it just it wasn't we didn't even get like a whole rundown of what happened. It was just like, OK, after the Met, everyone gets mini donuts and pizza in their hotel room because we're rich and uh, Kim puts on another Maryland dress and they and didn't takes pay photos. for them. They and didn't they pay did- for them. Because you see the brand spot, like the number of brand sponsorships we see that she's like, these are my favorite donuts logo. I love these donuts because X, Y, Z logo. (laughs) Tracy, can I have my donuts box? Like, it's just, (laughs) it was way too, I'm like, Kim, you think Mm -hmm. that you're, you think that you're you're deceiving us, but yeah, no, no, sorry. We're seasoned. We've, we've watched. 20 seasons of keeping up with the Kardashians. We know. Yeah, Yeah, totally. Um, That was, yeah. The the amount of time also we spent on them being like, we love these donuts. It was just, come on. That's how you know it was an expensive endorsement. The more time you get. Yeah, yeah. totally. I just love that those are the endorsements, like donuts, beignets. Like, it's just like... Like just these random desserts. Just these random desserts that they apparently love, which I I believe it. I feel like the Kardashians are sweet tooths. You know, they're always at a sugar factory opening. I mean, now we're giving the mini donuts an endorsement. We're giving them a commercial. We've given the donuts, the chicken. I don't even remember the name of the mini donuts. So the commercial couldn't have been that great. Exactly. You're right. You're right. I remember um, the beignets, though. That's well, they looked really good. Okay. And we also, like we said, Kim puts on another Maryland dress because they just have like these Maryland dresses lying around, I guess. And we also get the sound bite. Babe, do you want to sh- shower with me really quick? Which was like, oh my God, there's the sound bite that like I've heard on TikTok. This is exciting. So th- thoughts on that? I, just the overall thoughts on the episode? 
I mean, it was at least exciting because, I mean, and the bar for exciting on this season has been set very low. But I feel like it was at least exciting because there was like chaos, you know, there's Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. trial and then we're trying to get there and we're trying to rush everybody into the car. Yeah. Um, I felt like we like I didn't need all of their Met Monday. Like, I feel like this could have been like a third of the episode. Like we could have sped through some of this a little bit more and given us a little more meat. Right. Right. I mean, it wasn't a terrible episode. It was fine, I guess. It was fine. It was once again fine. It left me wanting a little more, you know, when you have a meal and you're like, I'm still hungry. That's how I felt. I was like, okay, great. I don't know what I just watched, but I watched something. It wasn't the best, but I'll I'll take whatever I can get at this point, I guess. Um, Okay. So I guess this was the penultimate episode. The finale is next week already. I can't believe it. It's wild. We have made it to the end. I can see the finish line. It's right there. It's right there. The finale does not look exciting. There's nothing exciting that I saw in the finale that I'm looking forward to. I know. Well, your theory is that we don't even see the goddamn wedding. I thought that we were going to get the goddamn wedding and there's no goddamn wedding. Like I thought we were building all this up because the only other big moment that we have is the wedding. And instead we have Kylie taking a trip somewhere. Right. Kim is walking in a fashion show (laughs) and then Chloe hasn't named her baby. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. No Courtney, none. It's just no Courtney in the previews, not even like a, a mention, at least when she got married in Vegas, like there was at least like a little bit of teasing. Right. We got her giving a confessional, like something, but it's all right. We know she was blackout drunk. Like that was a fun new tidbit we learned, but nothing. I just feel like it's, oh my God. I just, to me, it's so telling every week when I go to like page six and I see the new headlines from the show that is that have aired and they're just all really boring, lame articles that I would never click on. Like, okay, Courtney got really drunk at the wedding or like MJ said to have sex by the fireplace. Like, okay, that was the headline. I don't need to read the article. It's just like, that's how this season has felt for me. It's just been like, okay, next. I mean, that was probably the highlight of the season was MJ said to have fire (laughs) or have sex by the fireplace. Right. MJ has been a highlight. MJ and Rain, two highlights we didn't know we needed, but. Here they are. Thank yeah, God. that we didn't even get much of, but they were the, the breakout stars. The, that's when you know it's bad, when the breakout stars are a child under the age of 10 and a woman over the age of 90. Like, oh my God, yikes, yikes. Right? Yeah, it's not good. But but I'm excited to see how we tie up everything in terms of like, because remember we started the season with Chloe. Being like, I had a baby. So we'll we'll see. We'll see, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. But I feel like next week's episode looks like another. Remember in the middle of the season when we had that one episode where there were just all of these random things going on and it didn't right. really fit together. That's what the preview looked like it gave me. It looks like Kim is in two different fashion shows. Kylie's go- taking a trip somewhere. Chris and Chloe and Kim are talking about the baby and the baby's mm-hmm. name. Like it just all feels so like non disconnected and I'm just like yeah. disconjointed that I'm just like, I hope we don't get another one of those episodes. Like that's the last thing I want is another but I think disconjointed we are. chaotic finale. 
with Zach, no I think that's new... what we're getting. I think we're speaking this into existence and I think we're going to get that next Remember episode. how every episode, week after week, we were like, it's okay. The last four episodes are going <laughs> to be good. Gonna be it's good. okay. The last three episodes are going to be good. Okay, it's going to pick up in the final two episodes. And now here we are and I'm, wa- I'm still waiting for I'm it waiting. to pick up. Oh, they better give us the baby's name in the finale. If they don't like, give the baby's name, I'm going to be livid. I'm right? going to file a complaint. Like this With is- Hulu. With Hulu, exactly. Hulu corporate. I'm going to write a note in the <laughs> comment section. Also, you know what? I was scrolling TikTok and I and I saw this girl who does these really great Kardashian impressions. I don't even remember her name, so I'm sorry. But she, if you've seen her on TikTok, you know. Um, and she got a press box, one of those little PR boxes from the show <laughs> with the Lemmy vitamins, with the skims and the beats by Kim. Can we get one of these? By, if anyone from Hulu or the Kardashians is listening, we actually do watch these episodes. Please send us something. Please. I'm begging you. Right. We'll review all of them. <laughs> we'll all next time I'll exactly. wear my beats by Kim mm-hmm. in my ears the next time we tape. Exactly. So Hulu, please put some respect on our mailing addresses. Exactly. And also, I think we deserve it after slogging through this season because I I can't stress enough. This is not a really good season. It wasn't a good season. And I feel like, listen, we need the tickets to the season three premiere and we Mm -hmm. need PR boxes for the Kardashians. And then then maybe I'll be interested in Kendall peeing in a bucket. Right. Yeah. Then I will say something nice about that. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So, well, we'll see. We will see how this final episode goes next week. Um, in the meantime, let's move on to some show superlatives slash awards. Um, okay. Most chaotic moment for Devin was uh, the Kendall peeing, which I think probably wins. I said the fact that the verdict happened on the same day as the Met was kind of wild. I was like, wow, two things, two big things in one day. So, yeah. I think the whole episode was chaotic. (laughs) There was just so much going on and every, like, it was just chaos getting to the Met. I just feel like the entire episode was just like nonstop. Like, I felt like Kris Jenner just being like, I need a drink. I need need a a drink. drink. But I was watching this at 10 o'clock in the morning and I couldn't have a drink quite yet. Despite what producer Devin thinks, I don't drink this early in the day. (laughs) Oh, I I know, but I just love it because I love your background has all your little, um, your wine. I love it. I love it. Okay. Okay. Quote of the week. Mine was when Chloe was on her way to the Met and she was talking about like, they're all talking about like scaring and horror movies and stuff. And she goes, I don't watch horror movies. I'm like, I'm good. My life is a (laughs) horror movie. And I just love her trademark self-deprecation. You know, it's it's good. It hits every time for me personally. So it's great. My quote of the week is also from Chloe. And it was right after we got the verdict with Black China. And she's like, we won. Or I don't know. We're innocent. I don't know what the fuck. But something really positive <laughs> happened. And That's I was a good like, one. yes, Chloe. Something in your life positive <laughs> happened. Really and we're very that. happy for you. Finally. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. Chloe. Chloe is, you know what? If one person has been helping this season the best she can, who's been dragging her along this team, if you will, is Chloe. She has really been putting in overtime. So thank you, Chloe, for your service. MVP. Yes. Um, 
Kardashian fashion slash accessory look of the week, I went with, I honestly, I thought Chris looked really cute, really, um, she looked really young and not to be like young is great, but I'm just saying, I know that she likes to look young and stuff. So I'm just saying that as a positive for her, um, I thought she looked great in her Jackie O wig. <laughs> I don't know. I thought she looked really cute. So. I thought she looked really cute. Too. Like she rocked it. It was better she than the did. wig that she wore to, didn't oh. she wear a wig to like the premiere? Yep. 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 That was right. bad. And it I was, was not bad. a fan of that. And the Jackie O wig I'm here for. And I feel like Me if too. anybody can bring back the Jackie O hairstyle, I think Kris Jenner can do it. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I I just thought she looked super adorable and was having fun with it. So, Chris, wear it again. I hope you do. I really loved Kim's post Met Gala mm. green dress that she put on. I mean, she wore it for like 10 minutes, but the I mean, second I thought Maryland she dress. just looked... Yeah, the second Maryland dress. I think she looked really, it looked great with her her complexion. It looked great mm-hmm. with her hair color. It, you know, it really, it really popped. And I, I thought love it. she looked fine. Yes, agreed. I I think she looked really great too. I think you're 100% correct. She should have wore that dress. I mean, I understand why she wore the, the nude no, one. No, yeah, but... I agree. I think she should have worn that one too. Yeah. So, well, damn. And then finally, Scott Watch. Again, not, not a great, uh, Scott watch for this entire season. Not a great Scott watch for this episode. Uh, nothing from Scott once again, which was sad. It was sad. I was sad. Um, I was sad. Not thank really. You. Oh, I feel okay. like well, Scott. He's just he hasn't been. I just need him to get it together. I, I need him to bring <laughs> back Lord Disick. He needs to be young, fun, hot Scott again. That's the best Scott. I know. You know I know. what? I'm Be not happy. gonna lie, Amelia. I feel like I'm kind of into Dad Bod Scott with like sure. the beard and the scrug. You yeah. know, and he's, you know, because before he used to like, you know, quaff his hair. That's mm. the word, right? Quaff. I almost mm-hmm, said quaff. Mm-hmm. Quaff his hair <laughs> and do the concealer and the tinted moisturizer and like suit up and have the loafers. And he had the look down. And it was cute. Mm-hmm, but I feel mm-hmm. like now I'm like into Dad Scott. I'm like, oh, Me hi. Too. I should probably talk to my therapist about that. But yes, I'm into it. <laughs> No, I agree. I'm into it as well. I'm like, did you ever see that photo of Nick Cage from a few months ago where he had his red hair? It was like, that's me. That's you watching Scott with his dad look. That was me. I was like, oh, I... I'm weirdly into red-haired Nicolas Cage. Okay, love that for me. Um, So yeah, okay. Well, like you said, hopefully we're going to get more of Scott in the third season. We can only pray. But yeah, we'll see how... The rest of the season, which is one more episode, turns out. Thank you again to my wonderful co-host, Zach Peter, to our amazing producer, Devin Ronaldo. And again, thanks everyone for listening and for coming on this journey with us this season. Again, we have one more episode, so stay tuned. Next week, same feed, and we will recap the finale of The Kardashians on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.